This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance and like uh, like our listeners like to do, Slee, we got a little help. The uh, What was the phraseology, guys? Of what, what did Bronny say to LeBron about he was going to go diamond, diamond level? Siege. Diamond, diamond one siege. on Siege tonight. Yeah. Diamond one on it's, Siege it's tonight. It's got to be a video. Here. And yeah. we all kind of yeah. went, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were all kind of in LeBron's lane. Emily, are you a video game person? Not at all. I Not played all. Mario Kart like once. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> you, you fit right, Alan. You're, you're the Oculus guy, or at least you were for yeah. a day that virtual none, none baseball are, like, are you a are like, you a no, video like game guy FIFA back in the day but i haven't yeah. played okay so time. so we don't know so I, hopefully listen, if i had france and Henri, you don't have a chance back in 2004 <laughs> oh, fifa it, oh were you not, not did you have a, a moment where you were a video game guy uh just sports just in college playing mario kart playing fifa and playing goldeneye yeah, remember well, goldeneye well, back it's on 64 oh, my man the best game on 64 those not the best goldeneye like james bond yeah Really? Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. You can play fun. up to four no, players. No, it was awesome. Oh, that was I had to have the ever. golden gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I needed the one shot. Because if anybody... If anybody actually had a gun where you had to hit somebody 44 times to kill them, I don't have a shot. Give me the golden gun where one I have just a one-shot chance. That's the only chance I had. I feel like I missed out. I feel like I would have enjoyed that. No, FIFA's... FIFA's FIFA oh, I tried greatest... Yeah. Crazy. Game. I tried FIFA. Crazy. My boys loved the feet. Still do yeah. love yeah. the. I, and I'm like, they're like, Dad, it's literally just this thing will drive your guy yep. around the field. Hit this button to pass it. Hit this button. No, I mean, but it, I there's a big difference it. between somebody who plays and like there is. Believe it or look. not, there's a skill we, to it. Hit X. Okay. Yeah. Well, where's X? Okay, it's over there. there. You X. Hit, you yeah, but R, no, you R, need R, to do it right away. Hit you, Y. Well, I don't know where Y is either. Why well, are you I, telling I, me I what use, to do? I used to use Henri all the time. Henri. Yeah. I just out of nowhere, like France was my team. I'm like, yeah, we'll go international. The waiter from Bistro K, Laguna yes. Nigel. Henri. He's, a, he's a good on, <laughs> Every on Friday video night. games. Let's go to Culver City and Cam. He might be able to help us with this. What's up, Cam? Hey, guys. Uh, first off, love the show. And I'm really enjoying this uh, FIFA talk from Slee. FIFA Slee, baby. Um, just real quick, Bronny has a huge following on Twitch, and Diamond Level 1 is about Rainbow Six Siege. It's a uh, kind of first-person shooter. Um, he's really good at it. Diamond Level 1 is top tier. That's Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Thank you so much. Right. Thank right. you, man. Appreciate, Appreciate it, Cam. Yeah, look, I think we all deserve partial credit. We we all kind of realize it's probably a video game thing, but Cam dialed us instantly. Feel feel much, much better about that. You said, we'll get to the Rams and what Demoff said, because I'm basically, I'm my head's about to pop off. Installator and say the same thing. See what happens. <laughs> Diamond Siege 1, right? I'm a, I'm a Diamond Siege 1 guy. I'm just going to say that. Oh, yeah? Well, I'll see you on Twitch. Right on. I'll be there, bro. My handle is uh, Henri Sliwa1996. <laughs> right? I feel like that would be a good one for you. Maybe that could too. just be your handle. Hashtag. But your air, your air woach with the little bomb yeah. emoji right, right over the top. That's you right. were talking about Draymond's pod. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess this is a thing right now going on with this podcast. There are people saying, Draymond, what are you doing? Why are you doing a podcast in the middle of the playoffs? Why are you let, – let me throw this out your way. And I know this is um, – I'm going to go back in the days. Let, I'm trying to think here if I should do this of the current roster or in a previous finals run. Let's do a previous finals run, okay? Lakers with Powell and Kobe. Mm-hmm. 
Ah, but that's too far away. Let's use the current roster right now. Okay. Let's say after Lakers were in the NBA Finals right now. Do your best. Lakers are in the NBA Finals. And after the game, LeBron does a podcast, and he talks about the game. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers lost by 15 points. And after the game, he still does a podcast. And people are starting to say, because this is what's happening to Draymond's podcast right now. People are saying, why are you doing a podcast after the game? Shouldn't you be watching film? Shouldn't you be doing this? Look how you did in this game. Are, are you giving up information that the Boston Celtics can use? This is what's happening right now. I, I personally think it is something that I think is going to catch on with some athletes. I could be wrong. But would you be shocked or surprised as somebody from – in the NFL, starts doing a podcast after games, does a podcast once a week. And after a game, he decides, I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to talk about this game, talk about some of the other NFL games, and then I'm out for a week and I'll see you in another week. Mm-hmm. Someone in baseball may decide, and think of the right personality, the sure. right name. Somebody. It's not just going to be J.J. Redick, I'm at the end of my career, yeah. or I'm not playing anymore. I think it's fascinating. I've listened to every one of, the, every one of his pods during the NBA Finals. I want Draymond's opinion of what just happened two hours before when the crowd is chanting whatever they are to to Draymond or things are happening in a middle situation. He can explain it. It's unfiltered, and nobody's interrupting him. Do you have an issue with this if a Dodger, a Ram, a Laker, you're in the NBA Finals, and you step away, and Anthony Davis is doing a podcast, and the squad lost by 15, and AD didn't have a good game. Do you have any problem with Draymond or in this case, AD doing a podcast? No, I mean, I, 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 I really struggle to come up where how anybody would, because you gotta, you gotta go back to the beginning of it all, right? That do does anyone think that Draymond Green is not playing hard when he's out on the court? Does anybody think that Draymond Green is not fully committed to trying to win another championship for the Golden State Warriors? I don't think so. Draymond looks pretty invested to me. Now he's playing poorly. That's different. It happens, right? But if Clayton Kershaw, okay, and I, go, I guess Kershaw does not have a, a personality like that. But uh, let's say Hanser Alberto, right, who's on the Dodgers right now, who's got a large-in-life personality. He's a lively guy. And let's just for the sake of this saying he was their starting shortstop, okay? And he wanted I don't care. I know he's in the batter's box trying to get hits. And this idea of, hey, you know, why aren't you in the batting cage or why aren't you working on your jump shot? Come on, man. I don't, I don't care what you do for a living. If you're an accountant, when you leave your accounting office and go home, you don't sit down at your kitchen table and break out spreadsheets and stare at them 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. You take a few minutes to do, watch a little TV, eat a little dinner, go for it. You, you take some time to kind of reset. If this is what he does to reset, who cares? Different. Why? It's different. It's, what what I was going to say is what's different is it's different what he's doing. I didn't mean I didn't I didn't different reference. as in that he's doing it differently than other people. Yeah. So what? No, no, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I told you I'm listening to him. Yeah. I think it's fascinating. I think it, he was telling a story. Does it not feel old, Al? The, the whole hey, why aren't you? Dude, me, they're not me, giving away anything. But let let me let me explain it. Maybe there are athletes who have been doing this, and I just don't know. Maybe there are. Maybe they're just not as high profile as Draymond. Maybe they're not in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. This is completely different. This is unique. And I, I think it's a I think it's a fascinating way. Trav, what are you and I gonna do every single morning? This morning we tried breaking down the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's cool for us to give our opinion on it. Draymond Green was in the freaking game. 
Draymond Green's going 17 minutes, 20 minutes, no interruption. I, I think this is such a unique model that could potentially sure. happen, you know, with more of these athletes. I personally, again, I'm going to say this. I love it. I really do. Now, it just happens to be that Draymond, Draymond and the Warriors got to the NBA Finals because the Draymond Green podcast, that's been going on for a while. Sure. It's just that the further they got in the playoffs, all of a sudden it's like, I could listen to this dude analyze Who's the game. Who's upset by it? Or I, I could listen like, to. I, I'm genuinely at, like, I don't understand. Like, is there anybody? He started is Steve his Kerr upset by it? No, Bob I don't Myers, think... Joe Lacob, like, are any, are any of these guys bothered by Because then it's a little bit of a different conversation. But if it's some guy, why aren't you in the gym getting your shots? It's ridiculous. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it's happened. It's easily swatted away. I'll tell you what happened on his pod. He said, first off, the way he started his pod was, F Draymond, F Draymond, F Draymond, because that's what the Boston crowd was chanting okay. the entire time. And then as the pod went, he basically spent the last maybe minute, two minutes of it saying, hey, and for those who don't want to see me do my podcast because you think I'm giving up information or you're doing this and you don't like it, whether you're a fan, I just want you to know I'm going to keep doing this podcast and you're going to keep tuning in. And he just kind of went on his little rant there. Who's this, saying it? I don't know. Yeah, this but feels like a straw man it. thing, right? This feels like maybe some there's some comments on his pod if you put it up on YouTube or whatever. Could be Warrior of, fans. It could it, be. It could be yep. But who cares, honestly? You know, if his teammates care, it's different. If his coach or his the upper management cares, different. But there's always going to be somebody that says, "What you if know, a player? What if a player?" What if there's a player out there that's like, hey, Drake, just let's wait till the finals are over? I guess it depends on who the player is. Mm -hmm. If it's uh, Bialita, yeah, or one of these guys, yeah, then it's like, yeah, whatever. If Steph Curry or Clay Thompson went to him and said, hey, listen, man, can you not? Then we have a conversation. That mm -hmm. that that's a different. But somebody saying, hey, do you, know you shouldn't do your podcast? Well, it was it was enough. I think it was enough for him to. But that's what make I mean. That, but but he, look. You know what Draymond's the best at promoting? Yes, getting the attention. And it makes it, that's why I'm like I'm not I'm not here for this if it's not somebody that matters. It also there was a reporter yesterday that brought it up in the post game show. So in the post game it was brought up to Draymond. Hey, do you feel like Draymond probably said, "Hey, make sure you ask me about my podcast." No, you know what he said. I'll tell you exactly what he said. We probably get the audio on this. It was all over yesterday. Um, it was somebody kind of questioning similar to what we just said are you giving up too much information on your pod and he said it next time you mention the pod make sure you say it's the draymond green yeah, podcast right it's great publicity blah blah yeah. blah so he did it's no, exactly he's, how he he's a it. master promoter draymond look great basketball player is going to wind up in the hall of fame draymond's really really smart and draymond is really really good at getting people to pay attention to draymond He's good at that. Well, that, he's honest. But, well, he says whatever's honest, on his wh mind. Whatever it is, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in his head. He, he says it's true. I'll believe him. That's fine. What he's really good at is getting people to pay attention. When he goes on TNT, he's great. When he mm -hmm. shows up at ESPN, he's really – he's a very entertaining, bright, engaging, controversial, yeah. opinionated. He's good at this. And he knows what's really good for him is if there's a idea in the world – People don't want me to do this, right? That's that one thing. Hey, don't look at this. This is this is the scene nobody wanted you to see. Well, now I want to see it. But who who's trying to prevent me from seeing it's like it? Like the story you told that you're going to tell at the Mandy Oh, I will. I'm ready for On it. On a microphone. Nope, they didn't say that. I anybody that wants, hey, Trav, tell me the story about you got here. Here's what I need. Tell to me cue. why you shocked. Tell me the wedding every story. Every host here. <laughs> I feel good about two that. hours. I feel good. I, I feel has, has that story kind of just flittered across it, your brain occasionally. It went away, but when you just said, I don't know, the way you just described it, it came back. So sometimes it's one of those where if you have a bad memory in your life, 
Sometimes you. it just comes up. <laughs> yeah. And that just came up. Yeah, well, yeah, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. I'll never forget when I was putting my headphones away, two studios away, and you stayed back to tell Mason and Ireland's story with Berg. Mm-hmm. And everyone was so captivated. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't even know what part of the story he's on, but the whole thing is just absolutely uncomfortable. You know, it, it, it's, it's a deeply okay, upsetting awful. story. Yeah, awful, awful deeply, story. deeply yeah. upsetting. Here's what I need. I need to get with Amanda or Greg or somebody. I need like a waiver that it's okay for me to tell Mandy's guest this story. I do not need this. To, not, you've, you horrified my wife at the Mandy's. Therefore, I get terminated. Yeah, I, I need say, some sort of I'm pretty sure no one's going to be signing off on that because they're going to well, say, well, what's the story? Well, Greg knows the story. And then you're going to tell the Greg, story. Greg is the big boss right now. Greg, Greg will could, pretend like he'd never, he'd never well, heard of it. I'm going to need it in writing. I'm going to need it in writing before. Or we can go tell it somewhere that's not a uh, station event. We'll walk across the street, and I'll tell it at the gas station. <laughs> I don't know what's across the street, but some, something's got to be over there. Is that AMPM telling stories? If you are a Rams fan, Kevin Demoff is going to make you an even bigger Rams fan. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Did you see what the Angels did last night? Got to do something. <laughs> Mix it up, right? It was amazing. Yeah, they had – was it between innings or was it every hitter? It was for, like, their walk-up song, every walk-up yeah. song. It started no, with it Shoei Atani. They just kept playing the CD over and over again. Three and a half hours they played. See, that's something I haven't heard in a while. The CD. Yeah, yeah. right? I used to have the Nickelback's greatest hits on CD in my car. Everyone did. They're such a thing. You used to have, yes. yes. have a CD player? There's yeah. nine There's nine different. Yeah, my car still does. Uh, mine doesn't. Your mine, car doesn't have a CD? Nah, mine no. does not. The Silverado does not. Wait, the, yeah. 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 No. I uh, So they played their the, – I don't know. I know Mark Gubza, who does color for them on TV, is was talking about how he didn't quite get that everybody hates Nickelback, so maybe that's why they were playing along the way. I was flipping back and forth between the Angels and, yeah. and um, the basketball a little bit to see if the Angels were going to lose their 14th in a row. And Spoiler, they, they did. did. Um, they lost one well, to nothing again. What's the best way you try to get people off a 13-14 game losing streak? You play Nickelback. <laughs> It didn't work. They're going to have to go do, I don't know. Yeah, but it, it I don't got, know what's after Nickelback. It got us, it got us talking about Nickelback. <laughs> is, that about a, the is that a win? That's yeah, maybe. It is a win in my book. That's yeah, a little, little distraction along yeah. the way. Um, I, I want to pull this up real quick since we're, we're, we're talking about this. Um, 14 games in a row is insane. They've lost 14 in a row. Do you know the last time the New York Yankees had a 14? Or, let, me, let me rephrase. Hold on. I was going to get this wrong. The last time the New York Yankees had a losing streak of 12 or more. You want to, um, throw, you want to give it a shot? 15 years ago. 1908. Oh, my gosh. Okay, they haven't lost 12 in a row since 1908. How about the Cardinals? Uh, I'll go 40 years ago. 1917. 105 years ago. The Red Sox, 1930. The now Guardians, 1931. The Dodgers have not had a losing streak of greater than 12 games since 1944. Son of a. <laughs> okay, so. I got really the, bad news. The, the point. Did what? 
What about it? No, no upcoming tour dates for Nickelback? Dang it. Sorry, buddy. It's a I was travesty. Gonna promote them. I was going to promote them. Give them some opportunities. <laughs> Say, hey, you can go catch them. Sorry, at buddy. this facility, that facility. So the Angels, in an attempt Unreal. to kind of break the spell yeah. and win a game for the first time and closing in on three weeks now where they haven't won a game, they try, hey, let's try the Nickelback here. Mm-hmm. Baseball players are wildly superstitious as a group. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I, I had a few superstitions along the way when I was playing, but collectively, we're a very superstitious group. Uh, people so they tried nick you know you know what might be next too this is something genuine you going through no i don't think it's a music thing sometimes what what happens when and i don't if maybe it's a little bit of basketball but baseball in particular when you can't get a hit you can't get a hit what do you try to do to, to get a hit more batting practice more batting practice more mm-hmm. film more t work more 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 and then eventually you say you know what I'm doing nothing. What time's the game start? Seven. I'll see you at six forty-five. Yeah, right. I'm just going to show up and take some hats. Mm-hmm. And sometimes and it happens. works. That's yeah. kind of where they are right now. They're just throwing stuff against the wall. And yesterday they threw some Nickelback on the wall. Genuine would not work. Imagine if you played this every at bat or quietly in the background for the entire game. Maybe have a drink or two before the game starts. Oh, man. No drinks with this song, man. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it I just kind of loosen, loosen the mood. Yeah, you know what I mean? Kind of chill at that point. That's all. Get the bat through the zone yep. a little quicker. Yep. This is how unlucky they've been. They've lost two Take of their last three. a couple of gummies three. before the next game. One to nothing. You don't get a ton of one to nothing baseball games anymore. Smoke a couple of J's before the game starts. Try something. Why not? Why have not? a big meal and then the next game have nothing. <laughs> Fast. Just try everything. <laughs> 14 in a row. 14 games in a row. They should Nev- play Tiesto. Uh, according to Berg, <laughs> Nevin is on the hot seat now. Well, he's 0-2. He's hey, 0-2. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. Phil Nevin has never won a game as a big league manager. Why do we have a manager that has never won it? Now, he's Gone. only managed two, but, but he's never won a game. Get him out of Does here. Does that not seem a little uh, reactionary? Along, What's harder, 14 in a row on the good side or the bad side? Bad side. No question, yeah, right? bad side. No question. Because yeah, uh, we've actually, you know, we've seen it. Not to say this doesn't happen on the other end. Bro, in baseball, you got to do one night. You got a couple guys that hit well. Losing streak is over. One night, you got one pitcher that pitches one nothing twice in three days. They okay, so I guess six or seven of these losses are by one run. That's what's so crazy about all. That, like, not one of these have gone your way. That that Damn. this is why firing Joe Madden to me still is just doesn't make any sense. They're obviously not playing well to lose fourteen in a row, but they're not losing these games. 12 to 3 mm-hmm. they're losing a bunch of games by one run they lost two in the last three days one to nothing it is just a a, a weird deal and what what's what's the next stop after nickelback if it's not genuine what nickelback was what like the early 2000s is that when they were kind of around yeah do limp biscuit there limp you biscuit go just one. run it back a little Even bit further I think they only have one song that i think people know ugly kid joe we could do they had one they're from isla vista they were they were they were around for a minute. Some Avril Lavigne. There you go. Little little yep. emo. Yep. Corn. <laughs> yeah. Remember yep. corn? Corn. Oh, corn. Yeah. But yeah. corn was actually they got people pumped up. I don't know if you want to do that. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit progressive.com. So the biscuit. <laughs> that was. That was. Go ahead. Yeah. Sing was, along. <laughs> that was the heart of high school too. Buddy of mine had a great line about this. He goes, I like that one song where the lead singer screams. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's a Jay Stu line. I love. I that really like that one song the where the lead singer artists, screams. The last two artists he's played were Genuine and Lip Biscuit. If they could just collab on something, that'd be amazing. Okay, so Kevin Demoff, um, in an interview with the Times, he he was talking. The question was asked: Can you guys keep doing what you? Because they paid Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, yep. Matthew Stafford, and like the last. 45 minutes mm-hmm. they've handed out like 300 million bucks mm-hmm. okay so they obviously are are kind of all in again and is that sustainable and his response was i don't know that this model in particular is sustainable forever to me it's not about oh this is the model we'll always have i think our model has been being aggressive and trying to build the best team that we can build that is sustainable okay so we'll come back to that in a second he went on to say I think everybody who joined the Rams with this idea that we could be one of the best global sports franchises in the world, and if we want to be one of the elite teams in this city, in the world, one title doesn't get you there. If that doesn't get your blood pumping as a Rams fan, I don't know what will. Hmm. Because the guy, obviously Stan Kroenke is the owner of the team, and, yep. and the buck stops with him. But Kevin Demoff is the next guy down, right? That he's the guy that is spearheading the return to L.A. and the building of SoFi Stadium and all of the things that go along with it. And if he's saying, listen, we want to be like the Lakers. We want to be like the Dodgers, where we're not just we got a title, okay, check us out, but we're winning titles quasi-regularly or we're in the mix to win a, a title very, very regular. That's what the Lakers, the Lakers have a million titles. The Dodgers won the World Series a lot. USC football's won national championships. But it's not just they're always kind of in it. And I, that's what they're trying to achieve. Can I give you an example? And I, I don't even think you have to come to L.A. for this. I think if I said, Trav, tell me the organizations in the NFL that on a year-in, year-out basis you feel like they're kind of distant. Aren't they, aren't they always in the mix? Isn't it, doesn't it seem like, okay, put even the Patriots to the side because what they've done, that that 20-year window of excellence, right? It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the Steelers. It's the – let, let me kind of try to just – I know they only got one with Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers is a franchise. They're in it a lot. They're in the mix, right? The Baltimore Ravens, they're in the mix. There's some teams out there that you just, you associate good football with those franchises. And then you got the opposite spectrum of that. And then you got all these teams in the middle. And the reason why I say that is because I think when he says, it's a perfect example of describing what his hope is for the Rams. You do have this, internal battle of LA but I think just look beyond that he can't control how he stacks up against the Lakers and the Dodgers and SC and some of these others to an extent he can't control that all he's trying to do is can we be successful every single year or be in the mix every single year four years five years now they're in the mix you've gone to two Super Bowls you won a Super Bowl and then I think by signing what they've done just kind of looking at the moves they've made since winning the Super Bowl it does tell you that, bro, winning a Super Bowl, that's not our goal. That wasn't our goal from the beginning. Remember the conversation we had with Andrew Siciliano during the parade? Mm-hmm. And he talked about kind of a one-on-one conversation once the Rams came to L.A. with Demoff. And the the idea and the concept was not you just go grab one. you got to feel a certain way if you're the Rams, knowing that your franchise is, is looking shooting for the stars. Let's put it that way. I think it was last summer. When we were out covering uh, camp at UCI, I think it was DeMarco. It might have been Kirk, but I think it was DeMarco. Um, 
And we, we were having a, uh, an interview with Kevin Demoff, and it was after the Dodgers had acquired, I think it was, it was either Trevor Bauer or Mookie. I, for, I forget what it was, but yeah. they went big. The Lakers went big with Russell Westbrook. There was all these things where, okay, big, 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 big. The Lakers fresh off of a championship. The Dodgers fresh the off day, of a championship. The, the day Russ was uh, the Scherzer day, it, right? Wasn't that it, the same it day? It may have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it may have been. Um, and I remember asking him, like, do you feel a sense of, like, competition with mm-hmm. these other teams in, in town? Because, you know, they're recent champions, and they are they just keep shoving chips to the middle of the table. And, and I thought it was really interesting, his response. And I, I'm going to get this a little bit off, but the, my recollection on it was we don't look at it as competition. We look at it as we can kind of draft Our off fault. each other. That if, if this is an opportunity, there we can kind of get in with them and mm-hmm. kind of – not model ourselves after them, but we don't look at them as competition. We look, we want to get on their level. We want to get with those teams that you look at a certain way. And when you hear that, he's saying, look, we, we might not be able to pay every guy every season, yeah. every year. Yeah. That's probably not sustainable. But what is, is being aggressive and being creative and being forward thinking. And that's one of the things that I think they did really well starting five years ago. Like, how can we, how can we kind of zig when everyone else is zagging? What's our zag? And it was, forget the draft. Just don't use it or use it in, in a use totally it different in a, way. In a different way. Right? We'll, we'll use the fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh round. Emily, you have that sound? Play it for me, please. Right? This has always been a city from when I was growing up here that was built on stars and Magic Johnson and Wayne Gretzky. You know, when you looked at Fernando Mania and everything, and even down here in Orange County, you've got Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Right. This is a star market. And I think you have to win. You have to be competitive. You have to be talented. You're not, you can't sacrifice everything just to win now. You've got to make sure that your fans, when they wake up and they come to this training camp, they think the Super Bowl is a possibility. There you go. When It's not just to win it right now and then we'll Can't sacrifice everything to try to win just now. Sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean. The- but you know, you know what they've done, what the Rams did? I'm, I'm not. They had an in already. But let me. Let me. If you're going to associate certain franchises together in L.A., to get on when the Dodgers have a Laker player come throw out the first pitch, there's a connection between a Dodger and a Laker fan. No question. Right? Do you know how incredibly difficult it is to be in that realm? And let me tell you what I mean here. When Aaron Donald was at the Laker game, Bro, I can't explain to you the type of ovation I he bet. was getting when he was walking from the tunnel, wherever that bar the is. The bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he had, it looked like He two. had a good day, Slee. Yeah, he, he was, had a good day. As he should. Absolutely. The ovation that Stafford got. Sure. They have put themselves in the category. There's categories in L.A. In my opinion, I feel like there's categories. I... The Clippers and the Chargers and the Angels, you would put in a category together. Mm-hmm. And then the other category, which is the cream of the crop, the absolute top, would be the Lakers and the Dodgers. And if when the Rams came, the question was, who's coming up there? Well, the Chargers, we kind of know what happened there. The Rams have put themselves up of, we're, we're in They've this. applied for the application. Yeah, and they, I'm not they, saying they're there. Not, I'm not, not saying yet. they got the base. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, in five years, you can't ask for anything more if you're Someone living in Los Angeles asking for a franchise to root for. The Dodgers and Yank, excuse me, the Dodgers and Lakers have an advantage that they've been here a really long time, yep. and they've been and successful, more or less successful the entire time. You know, there are down periods, obviously. They're at the very top of the line. They're in the club. Mm-hmm. I think right 
just just a hair behind them is USC football. Mm-hmm. Just just a hair. Mm-hmm. But they've they've kind of fallen off over the last handful of years. And you know what can happen by this fall? Yeah, absolutely. They the They're right back the town in again. Yep. Right back in it. And then I think the Rams come in right after that, where they're they're reviewing their application. So you pay, you got to mm-hmm. stay. Ooh, SoFi is pretty nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. So wait, Aaron, not Matthew Stafford. Ooh, okay. Got cool. some stars over cool. there. Yeah. Two so, Super Bowls in four years. Yeah. Okay. okay, interesting. Yeah. We're, interesting. We're, tell me a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Tell me a little bit more about your organization. Whereas it's like the Chargers. Yeah, we'll let you know if we we. It's like the Augusta National. You don't apply. We'll let you know when we've considered your application, and then we'll bring you in. That's kind of what this is, and the Rams are being reviewed to join the club. And all it is, and this goes back to some of those comments and the quotes, they're in the beginning of something that they have envisioned, and that's, like you said in the beginning, you got to be excited if you're a Rams fan because it's not like they got that one and all of a sudden they're like, well, we got our one, we're good to go. I I can't wait to start working six days a week again. I really can't. I cannot wait for this season to start as the defending champs and – that schedule it's incredible you know i want to say it was either a couple of days ago it was either 100 days or 90 days until uh, buffalo and um the Rams kick off the 2022 nfl season factor cap coming up next where do you draw the line with a restaurant that's next always like restaurant talk travis lee 710 espn sorry i uh knew here come on jorge <laughs> you want to, you want people to vote for you and you can't even play the oh, introductions uh, correctly oh, no i don't come on man Mason bottom and left, bottom left, bottom Both left. Vote for Taylor. You, you and I have Hold been. Vote so for Taylor. <laughs> Everything I've said is a cap, but I'm going to go Smooth. back. First of all, it's not a cap. It's no, it is a cap. cap. Welcome to Factor Cap. You and I have been doing shows together since because the SC pregame show, <laughs> and now you're going vote for Mason in Ireland just when you That's think right. you know a guy. What do you got, Emily? I think I set him up for failure. I didn't get him ready to go. It's my fault. Yeah, all right. Well, that's um, a good teammate. Take one for the team. And I think you guys will be happy. I uh, unpacked my last box yesterday, so I'm fully moved in. I'm all right, there you go. Right that's away. pretty quick. I'm not going to lie. That's, uh, what is it, a couple weeks? Tops? A week. A week? Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I'm someone who needs to get it out of the way, and I'm good. Good so, for you. Um, so I saw this tweet. Uh, it was kind of someone joking about, you know, past couple of years it kind of seems like we're in the the worst timeline that we're in the darkest timeline out there but he, they said it's probably because i didn't forward one of those emails you know you get those emails forward to you like or something bad will happen to you so did you ever transport yourself back into the beginning of the email era beginning of the chains era did you ever forward an email out of fear of one of these email chains alan Patrick cap probably yeah, I probably got intimidated by it. I can't remember off the top of my head. You know who's – my mom hasn't been in the – she's not the most computer savvy or anything like that. So when she gets emails and something like that, it says, oh, she's in the – well, I got to forward it to everybody I know. <laughs> really? Like, mom, you don't – you know you don't have to forward it. Yeah, but read the email. Look what it says. <laughs> okay, send it over. I'll take a look. Okay. I, I think there was probably a time early on where, yeah, I probably got strong-armed and intimidated and <laughs> – Feared but, into into forwarding an email because okay. I thought life was going to end at age fourteen. <laughs> That's very funny to me. Um, so he, let me ask you this, because the answer for me is no. I did not. I did not do that. Um, who did you think was going to no come and get I, I you? Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, is not there sure. some like email overlord that's like ah? Sliwa at CompuServe 2426 didn't forward the chain letter. Somebody give his computer a virus. Like, yeah. what were you afraid what of exactly? To say? No idea. I have, it's the boogeyman of, of email? It's a great question, and I do not have an answer for you. 
Yeah, no, I uh, I'm superstitious with like baseball things, but chain nah, not what, so much. What uh, in baseball? What were you superstitious about? Could never step on the line. That's awesome. Okay. That's um, awesome. And did you ever step on the line? Did you ever like misjudge your step and you ended up? You, I'd, I'd a short full step it. I short step it or jump or somersault. I would not step on the line. The <laughs> other thing was. When the, the so ball ugly. had to to start the inning, it yeah. had to come from the third baseman. I, get, I didn't want it from the shortstop. I didn't want it from the— What I did you think would happen if you stepped bad on, things. The, on the chalk? Bad things. Okay. And I had one other one was if I struck out the first hitter of the game, thankfully that didn't happen very often. If I struck out the first hitter of the game, I was going to get lit up. I was going to have a terrible day. Like, I wanted the first batter of the game. You just wanted something in play. Soft, soft little ground something ball to the second play. baseman. Yeah. But if I – because I didn't strike a lot of guys out, which means I was doing things wrong if yeah. I got a strikeout. Those guys, the big ones. you just give up a base hit. You're like, yeah. And I needed a sausage McMuffin for breakfast on the days I pitched. If I was just going to be in the dugout, not a big deal. Jorge, what about you? Did you forward any emails, Fatter Cap? Emily, I'm horrible at replying to emails nowadays, so I don't uh, – no. Oh, how about when you first, you? About no, when no you first got emails? No, I, I'm so bad at yeah. replying to emails or even looking at them. You're pretty so good on text. Texts. Text, yes. We text had emails and stuff like that. Like I have so many unread emails. Oh, we had stuff. a point. We did a we did a show where we were doing the how much is in your inbox. Remember when guys were sending us how many emails do you think you would have? You don't have to tell us right now. People had thousands, tens of thousands of email unread. Is that you? No, I just clear them. Mark as unread. Oh, okay, as unread. All right, that's it's like seeing that little red bubble on there. I, yeah, amen. I hate that. Who doesn't? So um, on Monday, I went to a restaurant. It was a great restaurant, good food, really good time. It's a mix of an indoor-outdoor restaurant, too. So, like, it had kind of both feel. So we were kind of at an indoor-slash-outdoor part of the restaurant. And so great meal, but then a uh, possum scurries along behind the table. Yeah, why not? Behind your table? So we were up against this wooded area, Mm -hmm. and so it was in the, like, bamboo of the wooded area, this little critter just scurried along how big of a possum it was a pretty small possum guy he was i i would say probably the length of my forearm okay is about how big he was so if you like the restaurant great food three drinks all this great stuff but you see a critter you will never go back again factor cap travis we we talked about this right when i had the roach when i was almost done with my my sandwich when we were at the restaurant a few weeks ago didn't we we yeah. I, I talked about that, right? Yeah. Oh, I must have missed yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, no, I, I didn't finish my food, and we haven't been back since. No, I'm out. I, and then look, I get it. I get that if you run a restaurant and yep. there's a kitchen and there's garbage, especially if it's indoor outdoor, there's going to be critters. I totally understand like how nature works, but I can't see it. If if, if that possum is brazen yeah. enough to strut past you as you're eating your dinner. I'm good. Yeah, he's I, no, taking bye. his time too. Like he didn't even. I think he actually looks good. <laughs> put a little, had, put a little hot Uber sauce eats. on that. Yeah, Uber Eats. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Took something to go and he took off. I don't know if there's a. Is there a type of critter that it's okay? Squirrel. Yeah, squirrel is no probably okay. Yeah, like a lizard doesn't freak me out. Like if there's a little lizard that ran across the floor. Snake? Because there's snake? a snake. No, snake. We can't do a snake. Yeah. Yeah, we're having a snake in the patio. Yeah, a snake would be <laughs> upsetting. You can't have a snake in there. Yeah. Would that? a lizard freak you out? No. Yeah. Lizard's no problem. Yeah. Because there's certain things that. Grizzly bear? It's okay. <laughs> Puma? <laughs> Stop, man. I think I saw a mountain lion behind that car. There's a mountain lion behind that car. Certain critters. Like you said, squirrel stuff, and eh, no problem. But it, there's there's the same ones that we're all on the same page with. We're not going back. Are so 
gross. They're so gross. They're freaky oh looking. my gosh, yeah. They're yeah, they're that looking. face yeah. and that tail. They're just nasty looking. Yeah. No thanks. No offense to anybody who what keeps possums as a, possum. a pet. Hey, you here, meet 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 Fluffy. It's my co- pet possum. You just get callers calling in. <laughs> Possums are grotesque. <laughs> that was a good possum impression by me, by the way. I agree. Credit to me. Ready for this? Like right, guys. Ghastly. <laughs> Same difference. I have one more for you. So a uh, slab was found in storage. and oh, I'm recent- sorry, a what? A slab. Like a, like a uh, rock slab okay. was found in someone's storage. Okay. And so researchers looked at it and determined that it was a Gre- ancient Greek version of a yearbook. So it had a list of students that were at a uh, that were in a school in Jeez. Greece. Okay. So this is like at a like the ones under the freeway when you drive like one of those places. <laughs> it was somewhere in Europe, so it like don't, like it was it okay. was somewhere where it might actually What's happen. The to be <laughs> like like public storage in Covina. No. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just some ancient Greek artifact is just stored in public storage. In- Sign up for twelve months. The first month is free. <laughs> Storage Wars. I love uh, the details you were yeah, looking for. Yeah, well, I because I mean, I, it's to my mind's eye. I'm thinking. Orange Why door, you know, locker, custom. you know, the thing you locked your, your dirty gym clothes up in in sixth grade with a little combination that you had to memorize. I, I picture it being inside one of those. So I have a not- very active imagination, <laughs> Slee. I don't know if you know that about me. I, I like to I like to have the whole picture painted for you. Have one of those so books. it was a Greek, as an old ancient Greek yearbook. And so you had a go-to sign-off when you signed people's yearbooks. Travis, had your cap. No, it's funny, though, you asked that. I, I was K-I-T. listening to a podcast the other day. Oh, it was uh, it was Smartless, which is awesome. I can't recommend it. I, by the way, I know I'm the 12 billionth person that loves that podcast, but it's they were kind of talking about something like that. Yeah. I think, and I didn't know the have a great summer or see a, what, what I didn't have. Any, I always wanted one. Like, I, I, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I would love to have like a signature Logan. thing that yeah. was associated directly with me then and now. I just like, for instance, the ultimate, right, for me at least, Vince Scully, it's time for Dodger baseball. Yeah. Like, yeah. just perfect, right? Just Yours perfect. is, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe minus, I'll take two of those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, Supersize me. One of each. Al <laughs> 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 Pastor, <laughs> carnitas, uh, carne asada. Oh, that's six. <laughs> You're in and out order. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think mine was have a great summer. I think it was something like Isn't that. Isn't that everybody's? Yeah. And I Essentially, think I was, TTYL, hags. K-I-T. What was the first one you said? I said TTYL. Talk to you later. Oh, okay. KIT yeah. was, that was the popular. Oh, yeah, keep, keep in touch. In touch. Yeah, that was yeah. at the time. Hags. You know, but, gonna, but a I, signature one, I don't think I Have you guys one. ever gone back and looked at your high school yearbook yes. and the things oh, that yeah. were written in yours? I found the phone numbers. I was hesitant to call them. I was going to say, <laughs> yes. did you, did you see no. if they still worked? No, no. Hey, uh, what was it? Uh, your wife is like, Linda? what the hell is this? I don't know. It was Rosie. 25 years ago. So, have you looked at yours anytime? <laughs> no. So It's there. It's up in the closet at my mom's. You, you should do it because yeah. it, I, I don't know why, but Susan and I, Susan and I went to high school together, so it's you know we know all of these people. Um like half of the things that people write and stuff, they they literally make no sense. Like I don't, a you don't remember. Susan remembers everybody. I don't remember half the people. And like I got I'll some never forget jokes in there. Yeah. yeah, I'll never forget what happened in biology. Well, I did. You know, I I, I have no idea what how. All I know is I got a C. That's the only thing I remember from biology. You should uh, do a little I, anthropological uh, uh, experiments. I'm in on that. I have one of those people who made it into a kind of a mini burn book where I'd have both my, my hearts over the people that I had crushes on 
and exes are people that wronged me. And now I still don't know who wronged me, so or why. But I <laughs> What would constitute getting wronged back in high school? Uh, you know, just saying mean things about me or being a bully. If a, co- if a teacher I didn't like. Yeah, it's just it was, it was instances of... Or if they beat me in a sport, or if mm. they like did stuff like that in gym class, yeah, that was kind of more mine. Do you guys remember your senior quote on your picture? We didn't have that. Oh, I I'm so oh, bummed that we didn't have that. Did you have one, Jorge? Yes, I did. What was it? Mine says, life is like a time machine. In order for you to go back, you remember. In order to go forward in the future, you uh, you think or something you like that. You have to forget. You plan or something like that, yeah. I, that's profound. I don't think we had one either. Yeah, we didn't have that. Emily, did you have one? Rock, and it said, I want to go to there. And that was about it. <laughs> so it was very, I was, I was very much a TV geek. There... <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know what I would give that way too much thought. I think if I if I had the opportunity for that, I would. I'm gonna try to next time I go to my parents go 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 take a quick peek at that yearbook. I'd like to. Did would you did you ever do like the love confession? Hey, Cindy. No. Just wanted to tell you that I've always kind of thought you were really special, and I'd really like to see you. Did you do that? Oh, right? No, no, I didn't do that. But I have some messages like to that. you. Yeah, she's not listening. So I can say I can talk about this. Yeah, I said something from like Rosie's, like, "Oh, I always had a thing for you." Here, call me, and I was like, "Uh, oh, yeah." She just—it's just flipping the page. She's going on to page number two. <laughs> <laughs> so what's Rosie's deal now? Like, what's going uh, on? Rosie, what's going on? on? <laughs> hey, Rosie, it's me. Remember back in eleventh uh, grade? Just, just saying. So what you got going well, on this weekend? Went through the uh, yearbook and just thought I'd see what you're up to. Yeah. See if you still feel the same way about some things. Yeah. Who Tony, is this? say that again. Yeah, yeah. Who did, who new this? yearbook? <laughs> who dis? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all right. Tony Gonsolin, big step forward last night in one inning in particular. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making. Things even easier to help you bundle your home and car insurance, uh, car insurance together. You know, T. Raj, yes. as, as we sit here and we get to song. listen to this. Oh, bro, these songs. Oh, do you remember back in high school, too? You know what it was? <laughs> Green Day. It oh, was sure, Green sure, Day sure. And Blink-182. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Weezer. Weezer was great in These all still hold up. They're all great. Weezer definitely still holds up. Yeah. Like Mark Simpson Day says, music is none of my business. I was listening to Green Day yesterday. I love Green Day. I haven't listened to that. A lot of that stuff you used to listen to in high school. I, why not? Just you, you know, in high school too, it was actually a lot of Eminem. Oh yeah, Chronic's album sure, came yeah, out for sure. So a lot of the hip hop was going on then. Fifty. I know, I know, I'll take your word for it. Oh, fifty, 50 was, was fire. Fifty man. freaking blew 50, up. That's it. Yeah, it's hot. It's fifty. <laughs> well, we said it wrong. Oh, you said Fiesta? it wrong. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Good job is your credit. Put a little respect. <laughs> a little respect on old Fitty's name. When he when, Fitty was the one that was hanging from the crane at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, right? That's right. A hundred cent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah right? Dollar. Yeah, right? Yeah. He had a lot of extra there. He was he's he's living he's living right. He's living right. Dodgers and White Sox going right now. Tyler Anderson is pitching for the Dodgers. Game just got started a couple of minutes ago. Um he's pitched really well for them. But Gonsolin last night's sleep. Yep. Had a moment, and, and I, I, I fully admit that I dork out on some baseball stuff occasionally that, you know, whatever. It may, it may kind of fly by some other people. But 
There was a moment in the game, I believe it was in the fifth inning, where Bobby Dahlback leads off the inning, and he smokes a home run in the left field. Just absolutely blisters one. And the Dodgers were ahead 3-1. Three three to nothing. Now yep, it's 3-1. Three three to one. One. Mm-hmm. The next hitter comes up and hits a hard double in the left center field gap. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, a couple of pitches squared up, mm-hmm. and now he's in trouble. Now you've got... The second run of the inning on second base, there's nobody out, and he's you know he's in a trouble to the point of this game could turn pretty quickly. Tony Gonsolin last year, Tony Gonsolin a couple of years ago would have come unglued in that so situation. So walk after that as well? Was it first and they second? They got to first and third with one out. First and third, I think a ball hit to uh, Trey. I don't remember. I think they got the force at second. Now you got guys at the corners, one out. And he went and did that thing that really good pitchers do, that guys like Clayton Kershaw has been doing for a decade, that Walker Bueller can do, that uh, Orias can do, that Verlander and Strasburg and Scherzer. I'm in a jam. I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. I can go to another level. Yep. And I can locate my pitches. I can get swings and misses. I can get bad contact. And I can pitch myself out of here. I don't need to get a little lucky. I don't need them to chase. Mm -hmm. I don't need them to hit a ball right at somebody. And that's kind of the next step in your evolution of being a – being a, a major league pitcher and not just a guy with a great arm, right? He shows up, he throws 96, and he can throw it by guys, and he can move it. Okay, strike some guys out. But he would also walk a lot of guys. And, guy, and there, you know, guys were on base. And then all of a sudden, this season in particular, there's a lot fewer guys on base. Yep. He's walking a lot fewer guys. And in the instances where he does get in a little trouble, he kind of has that, okay, I, I got this, as opposed to, hey, get somebody in the pen going because we're going to have mm-hmm. to get him. He doesn't get out of this. It was a real moment for me to see him do that. It's one of the highlights of the year for the Dodgers. I mean, you think of all the different storylines coming into the season. And to be a third of the way through, and Tony Gonsolin has got the best ERA in the National League. You just mentioned something as far as uh, what he was doing yesterday in the jam. It's the fifth inning, runners on the corners, he strikes out a guy, then he gets a fly ball to center field, and all of a sudden that inning is over and comes back in the sixth and responds. He is... I, I think we we've we've talked about him, but to an extent, it's like oh this is this is nice. Look what Gonsolin pleasant doing. surprise. Yeah, pleasant surprise. Hey, with Bueller doing what he's doing, this uh, Kershaw's been out, so hey, this is kind of nice. But we've never really gave him his props of just step aside for a quick second, forget what your expectations were for him coming into the year, forget all the other storylines around the Dodgers. Tony Gonsolin has been arguably the best story of the Dodgers this year. Maybe there's another one or two. May I, and I'm, I'm, I think you're right. So when you kind of take that and you just you point that out to a, a squad that's supposed to be competing for a World Series, all these different stories, Tony Gonsolin is kind of coming out of the, I guess you could say, the clouds, and it's like, damn, can this guy perform? You said something. I said, what, what would give you real confidence in this guy to say, enough of this BS, yeah. that guy is who he is. You yep. said you got to do it in the post. Yeah, well, that, that's the next step, right? Because, like you said, when you are on a team that's as good as the Dodgers are, and you're Dustin May, and you're Tony, the the, the strike-shortened season, or not strike, the uh, pandemic season, yeah, right? Yeah. When all of a sudden it's, we're going we're gonna to pitch Dustin May quite a bit. We're going to pitch Tony Gonsolin, but we've got this team that's just clicking. We're winning three out of every four games. This is, we're, just, we're just going, we're just going, we're just going. And if you go and Dustin May goes and, and throws a game where he pitches six innings and strike out ten guys, yeah, cool. But I didn't have to have it, right? It's, it's, it's a nice little bonus, and this is what you do with your, your young guys. 
have your Kershaw, have your Urias, have your Bueller, have your guys that are Rich Hills or whoever it is, your guys that have been around the block a million times, have them pitch all of the stuff that really matters. And then we can develop these guys at the back end. It's not what's happening this year. The guys at the top, for them, have been off. Walker mm-hmm. Bueller's off this year. I think he's going to be fine, but so far, hasn't been great. Julio, a little bit different because I think he's pitched pretty well, but the results really haven't been there the way that you would like. This guy's had to go break a couple of losing streaks. Yeah, he has. He's the guy that's had to go out there and really kind of. He's been the that. most consistent. Been the most and been the the best. Mm-hmm. Not just that I, he's been better than everybody else. And to do it when you have to have it is a whole nother thing. The last thing to do is okay. We're playing the uh, Mets. Your game one. Go get them. Mm-hmm. That's the next level. That's the last thing he has to do. He's done everything else you need to see in that progression. Yeah, give him uh, give him the credit. I mean, honestly, that's the best way to put it because I, I do think there are a number of different storylines around the Dodgers. This is one of the more positive ones, by far one of the more positive ones. Okay, so say that one more time, Emily. No read. No read. Okay, okay. I'm trying to – I got a little air traffic control going on in my headset right now, Slee. You know how it goes. land the plane perfectly. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying, trying, trying to get to it nice. Land my landing gear is down. I'm ready to go. I saw one of those little um, – Luggage carts skirt across yep. the infield or the yeah, uh, runway real good. quick. Just do I need to pull up? Do I need to hit the gas? What are we going to do there? Okay. The Warriors and the Celtics, um, please tell me that we're going to get a game where I'm texting you with five minutes to go saying, finally. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.